right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Girls Love Films Podcast. It's me, Mezzy. Once again, here with a very special guest. We got Bianca Solo. Okay, we got nutritionist, uh, fitness influencer, fitness enthusiast, nightlife enthusiast, just the whole package here at Houston's favorite bartender. Okay, so Bianca, we're just going to get straight into it. You ready? Ready. So okay, ready. yeah, let's get into it. All right. So talk to us a little bit. How did you get into fitness? What is it, where did you start your fitness journey? Um, so, so there's two there's two different phases of my fitness journey. I've always been an athlete, so I started off doing like baby ballet, and then um, I did dance, competitive dance, for about five years. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I transitioned into soccer, and you know I did soccer for about eight years from like beginning of elementary school to the end of high school. Um, Then I took a really, really long break from anything athletic. Um, I became a mom, and that's when the second phase of my journey began. Um, It's really interesting. So, like, that's the phase that got me into where it is that I am today. But um, I really struggled with postpartum depression after I had my son. Okay. Um, So it was a very, very challenging time in my life. Um, You know, I really struggled with my mental health during that time, um, but I was always looking for um, solutions as to how I can better myself. I didn't really necessarily want to get on any type of medication out of personal choice. Um, So, you know, I'm like, I'm looking for solutions. So what do I do? I go to Google and I'm like, you know, how to get through postpartum depression. And so, of course, like every article you read says spend time outside, start working out, eating healthier, um, and then meditating and so on and so forth. So I was like, okay, well, I can start by going for walks, you know? So yeah. that's kind of where I started. Okay. And just walk around the neighborhood. Um, hot girl walks. Yeah, hot girl walks. And, so, <laughs> and then it just kind of evolved from there. Then I got into the gym and, you know, was just documenting a whole journey online. Awesome. Okay. So that's, good, that's good because I was going to ask you because I've seen, you know, your content. Like, you know, we know each other a good bit, but I've seen your content, like stuff that you post. And I see you, like, do park workouts be outside mm-hmm. and then also of course see you in the gym so like between the two what would you say that you prefer like you like the, your outdoor workouts or do you like being in like the gym gym like you know that that environment yeah I definitely say I would prefer the gym just because uh, the weather in Houston Texas is very very bipolar um, and humid so you know, some, some people get used to it I mean this is where I'm from you know so yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta I got a rep for it, but no, I'm, I'm joking because I've never done an outside workout <laughs> besides during the pandemic when we had to. But other than that, I was never outside. It's too hot. You're right. Yeah. Completely right. <laughs> I'm like, I love the consistency of like temperature and a thermometer. I mean, like, you know, a thermostat, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm there. I'm an indoor workout girl. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Cool. So, okay. That was your personal workout journey. And whenever you first started getting into working out, you said you were coming of like, you know, having your, having your son. Um, going through postpartum depression, trying to get yourself out of that, getting out of, um, even if, you know, we have viewers who probably, not all of us have kids, but all of us have felt that time where you're like really struggling and trying to, you know, struggling to get out of bed, struggling just to kind of get your life in a position. What would you say was like, what helped you get that first step? You know, what was the first thing you did? You know, maybe it wasn't going into a gym because some people find that intimidating. What was your first step? Honestly, it was just, I would, I would just go and walk in the evenings whenever I had childcare available, which mm-hmm. was my parents. So um, they would watch him, and I would just go for a walk around the block. 
like not car not running not anything super intensive just going for a walk i put my ear headphones on a good playlist yeah and just go for a good walk and they started off with just around the block and then i was able to do a mile then eventually two miles just walking before yeah. i felt comfortable enough to start running okay cool yeah that's yeah that's awesome like yeah i think it's just that first step of just doing something mm -hmm. something consistently yeah where you just can kind of like i i always relate to that from the perspective of when I'm in the gym, I really like working out by myself because there's some times where I really wanna just have music in and just zone out and just kind of get time to myself. Even if there's people around me in the gym, I'm very much to myself. So I'm like focused on what I'm doing in the gym, what I'm working, what muscles I'm working, you know, my reps, my sets, everything, breathing. I really try to zone out everything else and handle everything else when I'm done with my workout. But I do feel so much better that I feel better handling that stuff after I know my workout. That's part of the reason I'm a very big morning workout person. It's like, all right, now my day can get real, really started where my mind is clear. I'm not so anxious. I'm not so, you know, focused on those things because I've gotten like a lot of that out of my system, yeah. you know? So I definitely can relate to that on that, on that note. Awesome. So can we get an idea of how did you get into being a professional, you know, being a fitness professional in that way? Yeah, so uh, right after I had my son, I was in college. So I was in college full time and I was working full time. Cool. And so, uh, but I started documenting just the journey as to how I got into where it is that I was. Because at, at that point, I was now working out consistently in the gym. Oh, yeah. I, you know, started hitting the weights. Oh, I started yeah. feeling super confident and, you know, really confident in my body. Mm -hmm. And um, I just started, you know, sharing positive messages online and really through Instagram. So um, I started getting a lot of requests of people asking me to train them, but I didn't feel like I didn't feel okay doing that without being certified. So yeah, I, I was yeah. like, I wanted to help, but I wanted to make sure I had the proper credentials. So at that point, while I'm like in school, mom, I'm like, I started studying for my CPT. Wow. So, yeah. And then uh, eventually I moved to Houston. And then uh, once I moved here, I finally put out a request like, hey guys, taking new clients. Soon as I had that request, I literally had over like 20 DMs of people who wanted to train with me. It was wow. crazy because I didn't know anybody here in Houston. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, that's dope. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. So you first got into like the fitness world going into personal training? Was that your first introduction? Yes. Okay, cool. So I know some people have different, you know, different ways in. Some people start off like group fitness and then work on you know, different things or just stay there. So you start off with personal training. Um, and what was something that you learned quickly in personal training that you were like, maybe not something that you thought coming in, but it kind of changed your perception of what personal training is really gonna be like, working with clients is really gonna be like, anything that kind of was your, oh wow, this is a little bit different than I thought? Um, that fitness training and, and working on your body is much more about mindset than anything else. So a lot of the times when I began working with people and taking on clients and working out with them, we were, we were also kind of analyzing their thoughts and their belief system mm -hmm. um, and, and, their, and their thinking patterns and habits more than anything else. Yeah. And so for me, I naturally love to empower people. Like I'm, I'm that person, I'm that friend. So um, it, just, it just worked out really well with the person that I was. And, uh, and yeah, but it was, it was like a pleasant surprise um, and I, I love doing mindset work. Okay, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I think um, same thing with personal training is I came in there, I went to school for like 
you know, kinesiology and stuff like that. So I was very well trained as far as book learning, like just everything, you know, learning the science behind everything. And then I went to, you know, I got my NASA certification, all this stuff. So I have all this like knowledge of things. I was always into sports and sports science and all this stuff. So I'm like eager to get that information to people, you know, I'm like this might be my chance, like my calling, you know? So when you get into that space, you think that it's gonna be these people want to hear all your, you know, all your knowledge and learn the science behind everything and like you know every every detail that you can give. But then you quickly learn it's really just about a mentality and people want to change the way that they think. Mm-hmm. Um, and being in the gym, I mean, of course they want to hear your knowledge, but realistically, they want someone who's going to help them create a different relationship with the gym where they can be consistent, also that they can have a good time, kind of when they're mm-hmm. working out. So you, you'll kind of feel that. I feel like personal training is like you get to know your clients and your clients really just be, kind of become your friend in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, you have to have a line between being a friend and being a client. But, you know, when it's time to work, like, you know, they want to be around someone they're comfortable with, someone they can talk to. And I mean, I've had clients for a long time that talk to me about anything. You know, they'll talk to me about their whole life. Like I'm like, I know more about you than my actual, like, friends from, like, high school. But... It's like it just makes them feel more comfortable and more open, and it kind of helps keep them consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, where they can be in an environment where they feel so comfortable, they feel like they know you, they feel like you have their best interests in heart, so that now they can come into the gym and do their best. You know, rather than being super self-conscious in the gym, rather than being like, I don't know if this person is judging me. Oh well, actually, now I know them, so I don't. I, I can kind of get past that barrier and just have a good time in the gym and look forward to seeing this person. And right. I, I, that's something I've learned over the years where I never thought that would be the case. I'm very much like, okay, professional life, home life, you know, but then you really realize that being a personal trainer, even a fitness coach, group fitness coach, it's like a lot of it meshes and it's for the good. It's not for the bad. It's for the good of having that little bit of a mesh in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, if you're out here looking to be a personal trainer and you're starting off, like I, that's one, one of my biggest tips for you is try and create that connection mm-hmm. with your clients um it's not a bad thing to be really close to your clients really get to know them um they want to know your you have your their best interests at heart and they want to know that you know that when they come there it's not judgmental it's not anything to fear it's something to be there and like we're working together we're trying to get this together and i understand what you're where you're coming from so that's my biggest advice to anyone who's like hey i thought about being a trainer it's like hey if you have that heart then you'll never go wrong like you even if you only have two or three clients those two or three clients are loyal clients. That's you know something that that's a great base to work with, and then you'll grow from there. But just get those people, like you know, get a real connection with those people. That's my biggest thing from that. Um, so you're in the gym, you're going for a good workout. Playlist, who are you playing? What's what's who, who's who's going through your headphones? You know, you're doing your little hot girl walks. You're you're doing your weightlifting. Who who you got on your playlist? Honestly. I could when I'm when I'm hitting the gym, I could literally listen to Meg the Stallion on repeat. Mm. So like, dirty, nasty, hard. Like that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what's in my ear. I need the go hard, the gangster, like the yeah. the rock and roll, all that stuff. Like, like something to get me riled, and so I can exert all the energy. Cause you know, like yeah. life is life. Like can be life can be stressful. So I'm like I'm trying to exert all the energy of the things that you know are going through the week, and yeah. I'm like trying to. Just release it all at the gym. Yeah. Okay, so Meg is Meg is a staple. Key. So you're in the right city. It's for a that. key to a good right playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I love Meg the Stallion. You know, Houston. I'm always I'm always for it. So I yeah. love Meg. Um, 
Meg is not Meg is on some of my playlists for sure because Meg gets it lit. Like she has like songs that go hard, so I'm like I'm always with it. Um, I'm always like you know you already know what I'm listening to. <laughs> and anything workouts involved, you you can say you know what I'm listening to. He's a future fan guy. I'm gonna listen to future. He's a future fan. <laughs> if I if there's music going on and there's anything going on, listen that's why future is the goat because whenever I need to get a good workout in, I got some good future. Future's always there for me. If I need to go out to the club, who do I want to hear? Future. Still, the same guy. And then if I'm in the house, you know, I'm chilling. I just need to, I put some future on. You going through a breakup. Who you gonna put on? Future. He's, he's like, the one who got you. He's basically saying who needs a therapist, who needs a girlfriend when you have future. You have future. Oh future got you. Look, if that, that girlfriend's not gonna be there forever, but future's music will always last. Trust me. <laughs> That's, that's my lesson for the day. Just put, play Future when you're in the gym. You know, you're going through a breakup. You're going in the gym trying to go hard. You got certain Future songs you can put on, and it will, it will take you through your workout. So I'm always listening to the Future. I'm surprised you didn't say Bad Bunny. I thought that was going to be like the, all right, because. I listen to Bad Bunny 24-7. Yeah. So when I get into the gym, I, I need a hard break, break from anything that I get thrown. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Love Bad Bunny. He's he's, probably, he's a close second. Yeah, no. I would say Meg Thee Stallion, Drake, and then Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a big future Drake, Twenty One Savage. Oh man, Twenty One Savage, he's one of those ones where like his music goes so like like you were talking about like a mm-hmm. little bit like hard like gangster. I'm like yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that's like what I need. If exactly. I'm squatting, <laughs> I'm squatting. I'm like yeah, I need I need to I hear need, this. I, think I need the, I need the, I need the hood gangster stuff. Yeah, like, oh. I need I need to believe this stuff right yeah. now so I can really get through this workout. So that's a good one. Yeah, for sure. So going into it, we got our segment shooting the shot. So we got a lot of guys who get into the gym they want to shoot their shot at the girls 2023 girls like to shoot their shot at the guys what would be your best piece of advice to get a good smooth like introduction talk to someone or get go on a date or something like how do you would you approach the situation this is so hard because this is something i would never do <laughs> so this is a very 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 i'm like this is something that i personally could never see myself doing oh wow and i am not i'm almost opposed to to all of that but if it just so happened to be a situation i would approach it like maybe asking for advice like hey you know i'm really struggling with this bicep curl do you know if i'm supposed to like how many seconds i'm supposed to contract and how many i'm supposed to release that's because i see you i saw you do it like you know okay two minutes ago you look like you did a good job so how, how should i Taking yeah. it from that approach. Listen, <laughs> if a girl ever came up to me in the gym, there's a lot of workouts I would I would at, like get, understand asking for advice. If she asked for a bicep curl advice, I know I'm in there. Like we're, <laughs> I know we're good. Like I'm good because a bicep curl. Listen, it only go one or two ways, bro. Like it's not that it's not that complicated. So she's asking for a bicep curl advice. I know she just wanted to talk to me. So that's cool. If you really want to talk to a guy, ask him about a bicep curl because it's gonna be like. Oh, okay, I get it. You know, we just started conversations, I guess. You know, that's cool, too. Okay, okay, but what you've been in a gym many a time, mm-hmm. many a gym. Guys have tried to talk to you before, right? Mm, very few times. Very few times, really? Well, the reason is I <laughs> I seem very unapproachable when I'm working out. I look okay. very, it's the mean music. Listen, the mean, mean music, the mean face. I'm in the zone. Mm. Um but it, you know. Here right, what there. would you say is like bad, something really bad to do and something really good to do? Like, mm-hmm. has it ever gone well? 
Or it's just like, okay, that was a, like, not that you had to, like, go on a date with the dude, but it's like, all right, that was a decent way to do this. And then there's, you know, mm-hmm. no, no, never? No. Never good? Never good. Jeez. Mm-hmm. All right, well, what was bad? We can maybe learn from our mistakes, guys. Uh, so, like, the opposite, okay, so, anyways, a guy came up to me and was like, hey, he was like, he was like, he's like, waving at me. And I'm like, my earphones are in, and I have the Beats ones, the really big ones that, you know, I yeah. focus, I'm in the zone. He's like, hey, hey, and I'm just, like, looking at him. And so he's like, okay, so, you know, he clearly wants to say something, so he has the headphones off. Yeah. I was like, can I help you? And oh, so man. he was like, I just want to let you know you're doing that totally wrong. I'm like, excuse me? And so oh, he was like, yeah, he's like, you're, you're, you're doing that all kinds of wrong. He's like, you need to do it like this. And he was just like, and he was like, but yeah, he's like, so how often do you come here? And I'm like, uh, sir, like, he's getting like, in there, oh, you know, getting into details. I was like, I understand. I was like, I was like, Shh, I'm sure, you know, maybe a very small part of him like was trying to correct my form, yeah. but the his approach was so, totally off. Yeah. And he was like, so how often do you come here? I was like, can I get your number? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, all right, this is a good list of things not to do. Not to do. Don't wave at a girl when she has her headphones in and she can't, like, see, if you're not already making eye contact or some kind of vibe, probably not, like, go out of your way to, like, be noticeable. Right. That I, I think that's a quick lesson to learn. Don't come up and be, like, you're doing what, what you're doing wrong. You know, that's probably also a little bit confrontational. Most people don't enjoy that when they're in the gym. And then, yeah, I mean, read the room, you know. If you, if you aren't vibing, don't drop, don't be like, all right, we're not vibing, but can I get your number? Because I'm probably not, probably not the one. Also, don't try and like obviously try and learn this girl's schedule. Be like, what time do you usually come? How often are you in the gym? Because now it just sounds like you're creepy. So we learned the four good lessons right there. You know what not to do. There we go. All right, we got a lot from that. <laughs> all right, moving on. So, um, getting into a little bit more into the fitness side of things, um, or well, your career side of things. Whenever you um, you also are bartender, you also work nightlife, stuff like that. So, how do you find the balance between those two things, as far as like you know your fitness lifestyle and the nightlife? Um, what what have you learned? You know how what would you say so far? Um, so it's really it's really interesting. Um, most people have like a, a certain belief system around people who work in nightlife, mm-hmm. like a, a kind of like an idea of who they are because they work in nightlife. Yeah, and so. Most people believe like they're like hardcore, hardcore like drinkers and party people and stuff like that, which is absolutely not true. I need to debunk that right now. It's <laughs> false, false. Um, a lot of the people that I work with have, some of them work in corporate, some of them work in real estate. They're professionals, and then um, or like they're very you know health focused because bartending is very labor intensive. You're carrying bottles and you're carrying buckets and beers and you're very very active for hours and hours on end every single night so um my lifestyle outside of bartending is very very healthy i'm very holistic in everything that i do i pay attention to my sleep i try to make sure i get enough sleep uh my nutrition has to be on point and all those things and also like because it's so labor intensive bartending is um you have to have a good you know healthy workout routine so you know, sometimes you are tired and your sleep schedule is usually like the opposite of everybody else's sleep schedule. Yeah, but um, but I, for the most part, uh, I try to like, you know, I get myself, you know, because I work weekends mostly. I try to give Mondays a hard, I'm not doing anything day. 
Um, and then I go about starting off my week on a healthy note until I get to, you know, the weekend again. So yeah. trying to get in minimum two to three workouts a week and yeah. then, you know, trying to be active. And if I can't get to the gym, definitely making sure that my nutrition's on point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I've noticed that um, from like, you know, the people I know who work in nightlife, a lot of the girls I know who bartend, bottle girl, all that stuff. I've noticed that majority of them are people who be in the gym a lot. You know, right. like, I'm like, wow, man, like they you know, find their way into the gym often. Though it's like sometimes odd hours, you know, like when they're going to the gym, obviously because, you know, they're working all night and depending on if you want to work out right after you're done working, work out like, you know, early, like so early in the morning so you can kind of rest before. I've noticed that they find a schedule where they're going to be in the gym a lot. And I mean, obviously for a multitude of reasons, but I've noticed that, yeah, a lot of people who are working nightlife are like pretty avid gym goers like you know the people who work there not the people who are just there all the time <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah that's that's one thing I've, I've always noticed too you're very holistic and all this and in everything you know as far as like I've noticed like you post a lot of nutrition and like post a lot of like things that you like to eat and stuff like that so what would you say like you get a great workout what's a healthy place in Houston that you like have been enjoying eating or anywhere that you kind of been like a good experience recently um first thing that comes to mind is flower child it's my jam they have, a, they have a few locations it's so delicious like um a lot of the times people have this assumption around food that they're like oh it's not so flavorful it's not like da da da, da. but i'm like flower child does a good job a lot of their dishes and their plates are, are they're delicious they're so yummy so um yeah so i, I love that place and then um, what I've been doing a lot more lately is doing a lot of juicing. So um, I just had green and fork today. So um, I just had some like a quart of juice delivered, some green juice and a couple of immunity shots. But they also have some good food there too. Um, so those are the kind of two places that, that come to mind. But I'm also like a really, really big sushi fan. So oh, yeah. love me some sushi. Look, and sushi fans over here at the Girls of Curls podcast. Yes. We, we love sushi over here. Yes. I just, <laughs> I just got some sushi magnets for my fridge. That's how much of a fan I am about sushi. There we go. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, we, we that's great. Um, I haven't been to Flower Child, so now you're putting me on. So, you know, I might, I might head over there. Um, all right, we're getting back into it. Okay, so... Our newest segment is rate this workout, okay? So we don't need a number rating, but just kind of talk to us about the different exercises in this workout. Okay. It's a little TikTok workout, okay? And I know a lot of people like to pick out their workouts from like TikTok or Instagram Reels. So we're just going through this workout and seeing like, hey, do you think this is a good workout for what it's for? Or do you think it's like, hey, I can use some work, different things. So we just want to hear what you got to say. So going through this workout, let's see what you got to say. Let's go. Okay, awesome. So the first one is a barbell pause squat. Uh, I love these. These are really great um, for working on your hamstrings and your glutes. Um, the key is pause. So she pauses at the bottom. Um, so that really focuses on creating tension in your glutes and again in your lower body before coming back up. So I, I like this exercise. For yeah. Sure. yeah, I feel like it's great for time under tension. Once again, pausing was good for a good time under tension movement. Um, and especially if you get the right amount of depth, you'll definitely feel it in your glutes on the way back up because you know you killed all the momentum. So very good, very good workout. Okay. Awesome. Second one is the elevated squat into lunge. Okay, great. So the first thing that you see is a plate on the ground where her heels are ele elevated off the ground. Um, so again, that creates more tensions in your in your glutes and your hamstrings in the back. So if you're really trying to for girls, you know, a lot of us want to tone that peach. You know, have a nice round booty. So um, this is a great workout to incorporate into your 
uh, routine and then she also has um, a dumbbell here at the chest so she's adding more resistance to the workout itself so of course resistance um, you know the tears in your fibers create more muscle so you know bigger gains yeah bigger gains get those big quads on that um stepping into that lunge uh, her lunge is really actually pretty close footed on this so i actually like that it's almost like a um like a beast-ass squat, you mm -hmm. know, where you just have, you're focused on one leg at a time, but you're not getting a huge range on those lunges. I feel like a lot of times people try and step too far in their lunges. So I actually really like that uh, small step that she took. All right, straight to leg extensions is the next one. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, there's not that much to say about leg extensions. I mean, it's just a quad burner. So, mm -hmm. get I mean, the thing, the thing that I noticed in the video, so, like, you have to keep in mind that most people, whenever they are filming and they're doing these TikToks, that they speed up like their workouts so like when she's doing it she's doing it seems like she's doing it very fast i'm sure she sped it up but it's also really good to also like pause and take the movements really slow to again create more of that tension over time um and again really focus on creating those gains getting that burn in yeah i agree for sure you always want to take it nice and slow with the leg extensions if she sped it up that makes sense um if she did it then that'll be the only thing maybe in this workout that i'll be like okay maybe slow down especially on the way down Bring it down slower, just see it, keep it nice and controlled. Um, you really want to feel that out. Like you want to feel like your quads every second of that movement. You really want to feel like you're really tearing those <laughs> fibers. Like I feel like I'm always like I can I can feel it happening. Right. So that's when you hop off, you're like a little wobbly. Yeah, like you, a wobbly leg. Yeah, all your blood is in those quads when you're done with that. Like one. a newborn giraffe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You want to feel that way. You want to be stumbling around. <laughs> you want to be Bambi when you're done. Right. Okay. So now, now we got a low elevation split squat, okay? So we got a low elevation split squat. She's holding a dumbbell. Um, what, do, what do you think about that movement? Have you yeah, done that movement? Yeah, I it? have. And I love that her lower, I mean, her, her back leg is elevated too because she's creating more of a range of motion. So she's mm -hmm. able to get a lot lower yep. in her range, um, which again is really allowing her to focus on like her muscle fibers in different places. Um, and then coming all the way back up. So she has a bigger and wider range of motion, which allows her to, again, like just round out her, her glutes and, and yes, you know, all that lower that's extremity. Great. Yeah. That's really great. Um, I agree. Those rear foot um, elevated, sometimes Bulgarian split squats or rear foot elevated split squats, like so good for glute work. Um, so even though this exercise, she, she named it her top five quad exercises. And there are a lot of quads obviously going on, but some of these are like really good for the glutes as well. And that exercise in particular of all of these is probably the best one for the glutes of all the ones that she's showing. Um, but yeah, I really like that movement. Um, unilateral movement, really get to work one side at a time. So you're really getting both focused. Yes, 100%. All right, next one we have is sissy squats. Oh my gosh, I remember the first time I did these. <laughs> I yeah. Almost cry. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 intense, but um, these are actually so if you struggle with um, like knee pain and anything of that nature, these are actually really good for your knees um, mm -hmm. as well. So you're kind of like leaning your hips back into that like like you're sitting in a chair and then coming all the way on forth. So it's also helping uh, with of course like your glutes, hamstrings, that type of stuff, but it's also helping with balance. Um, and then you're working at your core as well. So. Yeah. I really like this exercise. Yeah, the way she's doing it is very stable. Yeah. So she's really, you know, working on, like, her quads. Obviously, that's part of the thing. But, um, yeah, sissy squats, even if you don't use the material she's using or you just, like, brace over the wall, stuff like that, it's good to help, like, strengthen the muscles around the knees. Um, if you're someone who has a lot of knee pain, like, obviously, you can take it down. You don't have to hold a plate or anything like that. 
but you can take it down and really try and restore like strength in your knees and working on sissy squats with like little weight and just working on your range of motion we're gonna get low you don't even have to have this exact not everybody has this in their gym you don't even have to have the exact thing just about pushing your knees forward over your toes leaning back a little bit so you're, you'll feel your core engage honestly with this movement um especially if you don't have what she has and you know if you take it nice and slow and just work your way up especially if you're someone who struggles with knee pain you know obviously you don't want to go in super heavy you know you want to work your way up but yeah i agree great great movement to work um with those with those knee muscles everything around there just trying to keep it nice and strong so you, you're not really struggling whenever you're doing squats without this around and you're doing normal barbell squats and stuff like that so cool so all in all what you say a pretty pretty good workout here i i think she got a great workout in okay cool. yeah, yeah. i honestly like nine nine ten out of ten awesome. like a great workout yeah I, I, I need to hit that i agree i like this yeah. workout a lot too yeah we, we might have to hit that one all right this is a good workout for sure um, and yeah, that we were rating that workout. That's great. Uh, we'll post that workout for you guys. Um, if you're doing, um, if you're listening, you guys can always check out the video and check out what we're doing on there. All right, cool, awesome. All right, and just to finish off, we in our last part, you know, we get to roll out the red carpet for you. So you can tell the people, Miss Bianca Solo, how to find you. Um, what you know, your Instagram, TikTok, whatever else you got going on. Um, you just let them know what your socials are and all that stuff. So yeah, awesome. So um, I'm probably most active right now on Instagram. So you guys can find me at at Bianca B I A N C A underscore S O L O Bianca Solo. Um, and then on TikTok, I'm becoming more active this year. It's one of my goals. Um, so <laughs> I am uh, the Fit Mommy. So M A M I. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, that's all we got. Thank you so much for joining us. You did a great job. Um, it's great. Always great seeing you. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so that's another episode of the Girls Love Curls podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Catch y'all next time.